Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. One of my old workplaces, we were hiring for a new person and I was hanging out with like my work mum who's like was hiring and she did a reference call and mm. the person like said like, all right, things like that. Like, yeah, he's good, whatever. But um, he gets a bit lazy in the afternoons <laughs> and we just laughed so hard <laughs> because we were like, oh my God, what do we do with this information? Like, is that going to be a problem or like... <laughs> It must be enough of a problem if, like, that's what if that's what comes to mind about him. <laughs> Do you need a two p.m. snack? <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma. I'm a third-year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration, and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and hello everyone. Today we're talking about reference checks. References, it's normally the last step in the process. It means you're so close to getting a job offer. But what do you need to do to make sure that you get this bit right? We're going to tell you. Let's jump right in. We've got some little tips here. And after this episode, you'll know everything you need to know about how to nail that last step of the reference. All right. Tip number one. This, I think, will shock some people. Tell us about it. Yeah, we talked about this in our resume episode. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen all the tips on on your actual resume and putting it together. I don't believe that you should list your references actually on your resume. And a lot of HR and recruitment people I've spoken to feel the same way. It's a waste of space, basically. Could use that real estate for something else. I would just put on your resume references available upon request. You also have the bonus of knowing when they're about to contact them because they've had to ask for them instead of just going ahead and calling them without you knowing. Exactly, because then you can get excited because you're like, oh, they're calling to ask my references. That's a good sign. It's like a little fun way for you to know how you're progressing. Yeah, exactly. The other thing with being able to be asked for your references is that you can tailor who you actually give as a reference for that particular role. So you might have a couple of different people in mind and you can use the people that are most relevant for that particular job. So say you, Em, you might have references for magazine articles that you've written. You might have some from radio. If you're going for a radio job, you're going to give you radio references because they're going to be more relevant for that person doing the check. Yeah. Awesome. And then we have our second tip here is make sure you know at least three people who have agreed to be your references. Key point being in here, have agreed to. Sarah, talk to us about that. 
Yeah, there is nothing worse than calling a reference and having them be really surprised um, that they're a reference for the person that they've put down. Maybe it was a really long time ago. Maybe they can't even remember the person or what exactly they did. You need to have them agree to actually go on record for you and know that they're about to get a call. Definitely. I think it's so important to call them because I have references from a lot of years ago and some of them are still quite good references that I would still want to use. And I'm sure they're more than happy to still be a reference, but giving a heads up is great to just send a message and say, hi, how are you going? Just letting you know, I've popped you down as a reference. So you can expect a call Mm. maybe in the next couple of weeks, because then when they do get the call, they've gone, ah, yes, Emma texted me last week. Like it's a little refresher because exactly they might have agreed, but they might be on the spot and then it kind of looks like you're a dick and like your reference doesn't even know who you are, but really they know who you are and they agree. You just didn't remind them. Yeah. But on this note about having references consent and agree to being references, I have a little story. This might've happened to Ooh. people before. This happened to my roommate last week. I've got his permission to tell this story. Last week. And so recent. Yeah, last week. Very it's recent. Fresh. And he had a run in with a really asshole manager named, can we guess? Karen. Her name was <gasps> Karen. And she lived up, she lived up to being a Karen. So he has a little casual job and he's applying for jobs within his like medical field. And he got to the reference round whatever and he had asked Karen if she could be a reference he already knew she wasn't the loveliest person but he's like she's my only manager I have contact details for she's the Mm. only one I've worked closely with so he reached out and said hey um is it okay I'm applying for another job are you happy to be a reference she wrote back absolutely would be more than happy to she wrote back a warm enthusiastic response here's my number whatever agreed and then Liam's gone for the job it's gone really well he's feeling good about it And then he gets a call from the prospective employer saying, hey, um, Liam, things are going great. Just have got a hold of one of your references, all good, but we just can't get a hold of Karen. She refused to give. (laughs) What's she doing? No, she refused to give a reference for you and said that she had no idea about you putting her down and refused to comment whatsoever (gasps) on you. So this lady was shocked and was kind of like, oh, like, you know, he's put you down. Surely you know who he is and she refused apparently she wouldn't say his name she wouldn't talk about anything she refused so this prospective employees called back Liam and been like yeah this has happened and he was like oh my god I'm so sorry I have she did consent I promise I, I got an email from her mm. leave it with me I'll try and get onto her I'm so sorry maybe she's got me mixed up you know I'm so sorry mm. that's terrible he gets off the phone and he's freaking out because he's like I don't want this to ruin my job chances like that looks so bad And then he spends about two days trying to get on to Karen. He sends her another email. He calls her, sends her a text message that says like, he, sorry, in the email, he forwarded her, her email that said like, yes, I'm consenting. (laughs) And he said like, hi, as seen below, you did consent enthusiastically. Just wondering what the go was. What are you doing, Karen? Yeah. And then he sent her a text message and was like, hi, Karen, I really need you to reply ASAP to my email. Like a a potential job is on the line for me. And this is huge. Like something like it was, you know, a bit authoritative. Mm. She never replied. Right. And then it gets to a day later and I, I gave him advice. I was like, cut your losses, find a new reference. Like do not wait on Karen anymore. This is going to look bad on you if you're waiting too long. Like it already looks a bit bad on you, even though it's not your fault. Just quick, try and try and find something else. He was trying to think of another reference because she was honestly like 
a prime mm. working reference. It was a bit tricky for him to try and come up with a new one at the drop of a hat. He ended up working one out and then the lady prospective employer called back and was like, oh, look, don't worry about it. Like I'm just going to put it down. Like she, she was lovely and just said don't worry about it. Anyway, turns out he found out two days ago. He got the job. Woohoo. We're excited. He had his first day today. Oh, well it's all, done. It's all good. It's very exciting. Shout but, out Liam. He listens to the podcast. Well done. But like fuck you, Karen, and that was so horrific <laughs> and it easily could have gone the other way. Like honestly, that sh- sh- like the manager could have easily just been like unorganised, he mustn't know what he's doing, mm. whatever. Like wait, we don't have time to waste. Like he's lucky, very lucky that like Karen didn't jeopardise everything. So I guess what do you think about that? Did he – do you think he did things fine? Wow. What, what can people do in that he, situation? Well, there's a wait, I left. In- wait, I left out the most frustrating part. After he'd sent the message saying like, Karen, baby, what's going on? I need you to reply ASAP. <laughs> she didn't reply for two days and then sent him a message and said – Hi, I need workers on this date, blah, blah, blah. Like, like sent him a normal message below and then sent another one after and said, hello, like need you to reply, like a, a follow-up <gasps> message because he hadn't replied. <laughs> like this, the audacity of this woman, I can't. Anyway. You know what Karen has? <laughs> what? Karen has the audacity. <laughs> Karen has the fucking audacity. I was like livid on behalf of him and so I'm so thrilled that everything went fine and that Karen didn't ruin this. Like she obviously somehow wanted to I don't know we don't know her motives we don't know whether it was a mistake or whether she was genuinely being an asshole but wow thank god he got the job but yeah speak to us what do you think maybe she just like loves him so much that she doesn't want to lose him but that's the thing she wouldn't have he would have kept that job as well but now he's like um no way goodbye (laughs) wow that is wild so wild so here here's my tip for not ending up in that situation there's a reason I said make sure you have three people who've agreed to be references. And the reason is because you'll normally need two. And if you have three, it allows you to have a backup one ready to go um, for if the first two don't work out. So you need to have an idea of who's your backup. It may not be as wild as the Karen story, but maybe one of them's on holidays and they're like, oh, I'm camping for the weekend, you know, for the whole week. I'm not going to be in reception. You can't have your new job potentially waiting for a whole week for that person to get back from their holidays. So you're going to have to get someone else to to step in. And what I'll say from the employer side is we normally want two references of two recent managers. That's like the gold standard of what we're looking for in references. But as long as one of them was like your boss in not your current job, but your last job, and, and it's like a really good, strong reference and they've said some nice things about, you know, how long they worked with you and everything. Then the second one can sometimes be someone who was more senior to you but not your manager. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of get away with having a second reference that's not as perfect as long as you have one of them that's really perfect. And yeah. in that case I would say, look, you know, there is someone yeah. um, but I just haven't been able to get a hold of her. Would you Would you mind if I gave you the guy who trained me? You know, he's not my boss but he's been there longer and, and we've worked together for six months or whatever. Yeah. In most cases, people are pretty understanding. HR people, recruitment people hate doing reference checks. They are so annoying and they're not really, they're not really very valuable. It's quite rare that you ever do a reference check and it's bad. Um, yeah. Everyone always gives you someone that's going to say good things about them um, or at least they think. <laughs> the sun shines out their ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think, 
he did everything right, but your advice is good there because I think that was the panic was that, well, shit, I don't really know of anyone else and if I do know of anyone mm. else, they're not my direct boss. Like, So that's good to know it doesn't have to be if you're stuck. And Yeah. And if you've yeah. got, if you're going to try and give two people who weren't your direct boss, like that's going to be red flags. But if you've got one who was and the other one and you've got a reason for it. So for example, like, hey, look, I don't want to tell my current boss about this job. So do you mind if I tell you someone who used to be my boss and they've now left, you know? Yeah. You can kind of get away with some of that if you've got a bit of a reason for it. So be honest and open with them. And yeah, I mean, great. Great result in the end that Liam got the job anyway. Turns oh, out they're understanding. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's a happy story. But for a second there, I well, no, I still do want to fight Karen. So someone <laughs> hold me back. Anyway, in hope you enjoyed that story time. Back on to tip number three. We've got call them to let them know about the job, send them the job description and let them know when to expect a call. So this is yeah. handy. What you're trying to do with a reference, um, again, like it's so rare that I would ever do a reference check and the person says bad things. Like it's, it's really rare. I think if you're listening to this, you're the kind of person who cares about your career, you've lined up your references already. Um, what your focus is with this whole process is to make yourself seem organized on top of it, easy to deal with. It's not a frustrating process for the HR person or the recruiter. You're trying to make their life easier so that you come off looking good. So if you call your reference, let them know exactly what the job is. So, hey, I'm going for um, a job at this doctor's surgery. It's Hannah who's going to give you a call. This is her number and it'll most likely be today or tomorrow. That's really helpful because then that person is like, ah, yes, Hannah, thanks for God. Yeah, you know, Liam said that you might call today. And it's a much nicer reception for the person calling going, oh, they've expected me. I don't really have to do the whole intro here. I think too the part about send them the job description is handy because I would have never thought of that. But I guess mm. that's helpful for them to read it and be like, oh, it's a you know super salesy based role. So yes. probably like maybe what they then talk about you, they will try and talk about the skills that are going to like look good in that job. Yes. So that's a good little tip. Make it easy for them. I've actually been a reference for a couple of people, and it's always so much better if they send me either the job description or even just have a quick chat about the job hey, I'm going to be managing a team, so it'd be really great if you could talk about that or, you know, it's in a really big company. It'd be good if you could focus on these these areas. Um, they, they like you, hopefully, um, so they're going to try and make it easy for you. I just thought of two things and I have to say them before I'm going to forget. I'm coming up with lots of stories. First of all, I one's a funny story and one's a statement. First of all, just before how hey, you kept saying, usually people give good references. Like it's not often that people don't. Mm. I, at one of my old workplaces, we were hiring for a new person and I was hanging out with like my work mum, who's like my, was hiring and she did a reference call and the person like said like, mm. all right, things like that. Like, yeah, he's good, whatever. But um, he gets a bit lazy in the afternoons and we just laughed so hard <laughs> because we were like, oh my God, what do we do with this information? Like, is that going to be a problem? Or like, <laughs> it must be enough of a problem if like, that's what if that's what comes to mind about him <laughs> so like I don't know and he probably thought that they were going to give a great reference but they were just like mm, to be honest he gets a little bit lazy in the afternoon so we were like oh okay <laughs> do you know what so I that's that's so funny but I also think did they ever give him that feedback that's what I think in that situation I'm like no you know what shame on you for never saying to him, hey, mate, 
you're a bit lazy in the afternoons yeah. there's something going on because otherwise do you need a 2 p.m snack <laughs> but mate sometimes managers do this they never tell the person hey it really annoys yeah. me when and you how- know you do this um and then they just wait until they drop it in a reference yeah that's true that that is unfair but i mean yeah. I guess that's a warning. Really pick a good one that will talk good about you because you never know who's going to snake you and throw you under the bus and tell you prospective employers that you get lazy in the afternoon. And secondly, I have a question. The other day I was applying for a scholarship. It was closed at midnight. I remembered at 11.55 p.m. because my life is unorganised chaos. (laughs) So I was frantically applying and luckily I had already done like similar applications so I kind of had everything ready to go. But it was one of those annoying ones where, like, it wants you to put everything you've talked about in your docu- mm. document into the stupid little boxes. It was just yeah. tedious. Anyway, gets to the end and it's asked me for two references, which I know we say normally to not, but in this circumstance I gave them because it was kind of like a boxy situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, if it asks, you have to Do you think, yeah, yeah, if it asks, yeah, great. But anyway, it had a... A, like professional one and a personal one and I've actually never had to give a personal reference and yeah, I just panicked and was like oh my god yeah I, I panicked and I was like oh my god I have two minutes like to think of someone I was gonna put you my default because I was like oh yeah like HR vibes but then I was like mm, it's my sister it feels a bit like well of course you're gonna say something good anyway but in my panic I just put my brother-in-law Chris and then I texted him and I said there I just put you down as reference like there and then he was like oh fuck okay how do I know you and I was like well I don't know it's a personal so like are you allowed to just say yeah she's my sister-in-law like how per- does does personal still have to be far-fetched like a neighbor or your friend's mum, or can it just be your brother-in-law yeah I mean that's kind of weird that they would ask for a personal reference I mean I guess it's because of scholarship application right not um yeah not an actual job I think it's pretty rare for a job to ask for a personal reference um in fact I would no say I've heard of though some of my friends I would say have. the only the only time you would ever use a personal reference is if you've literally never had a job before and it's like then you use yeah. you know your footy coach and your school teacher or yeah. something something to that effect like your uni professor and I don't know your aunt like your auntie's friend who you babysitted for once or something yeah. like that um <laughs> that's so specific <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what I mean there's always someone those yeah. are the kinds of personal-ish references that you would normally use. People sometimes, if I say, hey, we need two references from you, and they go to give, hey, this is my boss and this one's my dad, <laughs> you're like, I don't want to talk to you, dad. <laughs> like, that's useless to me. <laughs> of course like, he's going to say great things. <laughs> he's not going to be like, yeah, I've known my son for 38 years now since we brought him home from the hospital. <laughs> he gets and- lazy in the afternoons yeah, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I feel like my dad would throw me under the bus, like make a joke, be like, "Ah, oh, you want to like her? Good luck, haha!" Or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so the question: Can you say for a personal reference? Can he say, "Yeah, she's my brother-in-law"? Because this yeah, is oh, she's absolutely. I mean, she's my sister-in-law. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, like, great. I, I mean, I don't know. Why, again, I don't know why they would want a personal reference, but yeah, I guess I don't they're know. just asking about your character. What kind of a person is she? What does she do on the weekends? What does she whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah. In future, I would say okay. you could probably do better than that. Like I would have maybe given one of your uni lecturers or do something Do better like than that. Chris. <laughs> well, just like. Chris, Sarah doesn't think you're up for it. I'm, I'm wow. sure he will say lovely things. I just think you could have, You've. it's a missed opportunity. You could have added someone. Yeah, probably. But like also the, like with the, two minutes to go, I panicked. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone that you, like, I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. So that's how we got there. Anyway, you had two minutes good to, to go. Know. It was it was better that you just went for someone that you knew was actually going to answer their phone and that was going to say exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, moving on, we <laughs> have tip number four. When you end up, so if they've requested your references and you end mm. up sending the info, send their contact information. We want name, how you knew them, mobile, email. I imagine for you, mm. is it the most annoying thing in the world when they just go, Greg, 0477? Yep. It's like they yep. want to be able to go, oh, Greg from accounting, nice to meet. He's at this firm. They want to yep. not call blindly and just be like, oh, are you Greg? Greg who? Yep. Oh, Greg I don't who? know. Who are you? How do you even know so-and-so? Yeah, totally. And again, this process is not about like if you just do Greg and then the mobile number, it's not like they're going to not give you the job. It's just, again, it's a bit of a missed opportunity. We want to make it easier. We want to make it easy. We want to make you look professional. Remember, they're thinking about, you know, this is what you're going to be like when you're actually on the job. Are you thorough? Have you given full information? Do you write good emails? All that kind of stuff. Um, So what I would provide them with is um, let's say I put um, Emma Smith she was my manager at um, Jeans West for two years, you know, however much detail you wanted, and there has to be a sentence. Um, here's her mobile number and here's her email address. If you can get emails, it's not compulsory, um, but if you can get email and phone number, really, really good because sometimes you can't actually get onto um, the person via mobile or they're overseas or they're something and you can email them and you can do an email reference and it's much, much easier. Awesome. Okay. So now we have references could be done via XREF or referoo. I love that word, which means they'll be written instead of over the phone. Yes. This is another reason why you might want to have those email addresses prepared. So these, these guys are basically software providers, XREF and referoo. They're kind of the two big main players out there and they do electronic reference checks. So they automate the process. So what will happen if you get one of these is I would go into my recruitment system and I would say, okay, I need to reference check Liam. And I would send, I would click a box next to his name that said reference check and press send. He would get an email saying, hey, Liam, Sarah from, you know, Acme Corp wants to do your reference checks. Please enter them in. And he enters them into the XREF system or the referee system directly into there. And then from there, it will email those two references that he's given, asking them saying, hey, Liam's provided some information about you. Can you please confirm it? It reminds them automatically. So it's really nice. It takes out all of the follow-up process. And also if that reference doesn't get back, so say it's a Karen situation, it'll come back to Liam and it'll say, hey, Liam, Karen hasn't replied. Give us another reference. So it takes all of that away from the recruiter and the HR person and it automates the whole process. It's also much easier for the person to actually give the reference because it's online. You don't have to be on the phone with the person. You can do it overnight. You can do it early in the morning, literally whenever you're free. And even if you go in and and write some of it and then save it and come back later, normally it means your reference checks get done a lot quicker. So it's a great um, piece of software. Awesome. And then we have online references will have fraud detection. Does this mean if I pretend to be a reference for a friend, it's going to know? It means if you try and be a reference for yourself. But let's say you tried to do it for one of your housemates. So let's say one of your housemates. I've actually been asked to do it for someone before and I declined because it felt too mm, wrong. I just, I don't think I'd be a very 
very good at that. There's certain, yeah. like, if you're going to ask someone to lie for you, there's certain people that you get to do that and there's certain people that you don't and I'm not one of them. I'm just like, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd say something really bad. I feel like I'd be good at it. I would, I'd be good. I just, my moral compass just didn't feel very good about yeah. it. And you're like, well, why, why can't you give an actual reference? <laughs> like, are you actually a bad yeah. worker? Like, it's a bit questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Is there no one of it? No one wants to give you Everyone one? thinks that you were bad. Maybe you were lazy in the afternoons. <laughs> <laughs> so basically for this fraud detection, they use all sorts of things, um, but it will mean if you're trying to do it on the same computer, so say um, you logged on and said, yep, my reference is John Smith and his email address I've just gone on and created yesterday and it's john.smith at gmail.com and I'm going to log into that email account on my computer and answer that reference as soon as it comes through, right, and say that I've, you know, I was amazing. It will pick up that that's been done on the same IP address. Really? Yeah. So it looks at all that sort of stuff. It looks at the location. Technology is so smart. Isn't it? Yeah. It looks at the location. It'll look at, I mean, I reckon if if you did it for uh, one of your housemates or, or whatever, I think it would pick up that you were on the same network or I just, yeah, there's things that it looks at. Wow. Mm. I reckon there'd be so many people out there that have done it for themselves. Oh, yeah. Like just being like, oh, I'll just do it. Uh, yeah. And they have no idea. And then it wow. would be a red flag on the other wow. end. It would let them do it and they think they'd gotten away with it. But it would come up as like fraud alert, you know. We noticed that Emma completed the asking who they were and they're completing it on the same computer at home. It also looks at things like their LinkedIn profile to try and validate them, whether it's a business email address versus like a Gmail address or whatever. So, yeah, I think if you're doing it particularly an online one, I mean, I'm never going to recommend that anyone lies on a reference check. Like, there's too much at stake. What if they find out? Yeah. You just, you imagine you're like a few months into the job and they find out that you lied. Like, you, you're going to lose your job. Like, that's absolutely what's going to happen. Try and find someone that will actually say nice things about you. I'm sure there's someone. Perfect. And then we're going into our second last little tip here. We have, if you're asking someone from your current role who's not your boss, make sure they feel comfortable with that. Make sure they don't feel like they're being sneaky or I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So this is back to the question that we asked in our Q&A episode of when do you need to tell current employer that you're looking? Well, you don't have to at all, but it's going to get a little bit tricky when you have to provide references. So most companies will be pretty understanding. They might let you get away with not actually using anyone from your current business. But if you've been there like three, four years, it's going to be hard because you're going to have a reference from four years ago and then even longer than that. So you might have to try and find someone in your current job who's not your boss. And they might feel a bit icky about that, um, that they're going behind someone's back. You may actually find that once you've gotten to that stage, um, that you do actually just need to tell your boss and get them to be the reference or get their permission to to use the other person that we're going to use. Ask someone else. Yeah. Um, and my advice in that stage would be before you actually go and do that, maybe just find out from the job, hey, in order to, you know, give you another reference, I'm going to have to tell my boss. I just want to understand, is there anyone else still in the running? You know, where am I at? You don't want to do that if there's if you're up against someone else yeah. still and they're doing reference checks for both of you. You don't want to risk telling your boss if that's the situation. So it's okay to check in, definitely. And then we kind of touched on it before, but yeah, personal references are only okay if you have no experience, which I'm thinking with our listenership, most people have probably had 
jobs before, but if there are people out there that have never worked, yeah, personal ones are okay. Try and try and steer just from it being, yeah, your mum, sister or someone, like Sarah said, sporting coaches, mm-hmm. volunteering, like community group, like just something that shows that you at least have a network out you're doing things still outside of not working. Teacher is a good one. Absolutely. Um like I don't know, yoga teacher, like think of someone who's at least a little bit independent. Um, yeah. That can yeah, that can give you some kind of a that's not obliged to give you a glowing report like your family. Yeah. I once spoke to someone who was the the girlfriend's dad. No. And like it's not like it's not like he had worked for the girlfriend's dad or anything like that. It was just literally mm. he's dating my daughter. No, that's not cute. <laughs> I mean, you could argue that he wasn't obliged to say nice things. No. But Go widen the I network. Widen it's the network. It's a bit weird. Anyway, there you have it. That's it. That's the episode on references. And hopefully by listening to all this, it reduces your chances of running into a Liam and Karen scenario. (laughs) We wish you all the best. We'll be back in your ears next week. Yeah, good luck with it. Congratulations on getting to reference check stage. See ya. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>